Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to Relentless. Thank you for being here. Today, I have a slightly more intimate episode for you, and it has to do with relationships. But first, let me tell you how I got here. Last night, I was reading the Bible, and I had so many questions. So I texted a friend whom I've known for 15 years who serves at his church and may one day be a pastor. So he's a perfect person to talk to about what I'm reading and ask questions. And I want to read to you a part of our conversation. I'm pulling it up. Okay. So I go... I'm enjoying reading the stories, but I'm mad at Joseph for wanting to leave Mary when she got pregnant. He goes, the girl cheated on him. Fact, Mary was only 16 and Joseph was 30 when they got married, double the age. And I go, oh, so he's a predator. He goes, he was royalty, family lineage of the kings, obligatory marriage. And I sent a throwing up emoji. He continues, Mary is his 16th generation cousin. Women at that time was bought and sold. Mary was valuable to the royalty due to her being part of the lineage of the kings. Mary had servants but was not permitted to learn. And I go, so men really has been awful since the beginning of time. Crying laughing emoji. By the way, I don't think that. It's what I hear from people. I've only had good experiences. But I've heard a lot of really bad reviews about men. (laughs) But this is just me teasing him. And he goes, ha, 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 more like we still have a choice to listen to God or not. And I go, let me read some more. Now, this is where it gets interesting. He goes, women think guys don't get tempted When in reality, temptation is everywhere, all the time, all at once. A strong relationship with God is the only way to really stay above the water. And this is what really caught my attention. He goes, men have a battle in their mind every single second of their waking hour. We battle monsters in our head like laziness, selfishness, loneliness, fear, perversity, immorality, sexuality, murderous murderous thoughts, the past, the present, and the future. There's this book I read called Every Man's Battle, and he sent me a screenshot of the book, and the subtitle, or the, uh, is that called a subtitle? It, it says, every man's battle, every man's guide to winning the war on sexual temptation, one victory at a time. And I go, let's continue this later. I got to go to work. Have a great day. And then I go, I want to hear more about how men think. Let's continue this conversation another time. And then he says, I wish my wife would say stuff like this to me. Then he talks about, hmm, I'm not sure if I should share this. Maybe I won't because it's too personal and I want to protect my friends. But I think there are stories here. And I wonder if you caught what I caught. 
it's the part where he talks about how men have these battles in their mind. And he talks about feelings of laziness, selfishness, loneliness, immorality, sexuality, thinking about the past, the present, and the future. And it specifically made me pause because he's my friend, both him and his wife. I've known them for 15 years. We've been, we are really good friends. They're family. So I knew it was coming from a place from, from there's something, something else in there. It's, it's deeper. I read his words, but I knew it was coming from a deeper place. And so I had to really let it sink in my head and ask questions. And I told him that, hey, if you ever want to talk, I'm here for you. I may not be a man, but I am your friend and it pays to hear the other side. And we continue talking. Now, I'm going to pause right there. It honestly broke my heart because a lot of us are in places where we don't feel heard or seen or understood, but we're afraid to speak up and that's part of the problem. It is your job to speak up. Relationships are deeply important. And for a lot of us, we care about the person we're with. It's not your job to decode them. Absolutely not. It is their job to speak up. Just as it's your job to speak up. Ask questions. Listen deeply and look beneath the surface of what they're telling you because people may say one thing, but they really mean another. And we have to make them feel safe enough to open up because people are not going to open up to you if they don't feel safe, if they don't feel like you mean well, that you actually have their back, that you actually have their best interests at heart. Especially men. Men aren't particularly good at expressing their emotions. And by the way, if there are men listening to this podcast, please learn to be more vulnerable and let us see you. Let us support you. We want to support you, but you got to let us in. So, think about your relationships. It could be with your husband or boyfriend or your children or your parents, your friends. It doesn't matter who they are. All relationships are equally important. And when you speak up, you increase your chances of getting what you want. When you ask questions, 
you increase the chances, your chances of getting an answer and, and an answer that maybe the missing piece or maybe it is the piece that moves you forward so many of us are so afraid of asking questions what's the worst that could happen we can't possibly think that people around us should know oh they should know oh i've already told them or don't they know can't they see i'm struggling When I read my friend's response, it triggered compassion, a lot of compassion. Because I'm sure that you have people around you too that are struggling, hurting, in pain, and they're good people. And you want them to do well and you want to help, but you know that you can only do so much and it is their job to make things better. Sometimes these people are the ones that are closest to us. Maybe we're even in a relationship with them. And if there is one thing I know now to be true about relationships and why they work or don't work. It's communication. We don't know how to communicate. We think we do. I think I do. But looking back, there's a lot more things that I could have done. But now I know better. And I wish for all of us to be better communicators, to speak up and to really lay our cards on the table. This is how I feel. This is what I want. This is what I need from you. Let's do this together. Let's do the work. For a lot of people, they want things to be better, but they don't want to do the work. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> if you want things to be better, you have to be willing to do the work. Here's another thing about relationships. Both parties have to be willing to do the work because if one person wants to do the work and the other person doesn't or they're, they're not sure, they are apprehensive, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I believe that for relationships who aren't abusive, who go through the, mo the problems that most relationships go through, I believe that there's a lot that we can do to, I don't want to say salvage the relationship because I believe that there's a lot we can do to make it better especially for people who truly love one another, who are good people, who want good things for themselves, their families, and the world. If we can get it together, we can truly have a beautiful, successful relationship, family life, career life. But it starts with speaking up, 
asking questions, not being afraid. I hope if my friend listens to this, I hope he, I hope this is okay to, to share because I think it's important. Another thing that he said to me was he assumes his wife thinks he's a weak husband and he's afraid to share some things to her because he doesn't want, he doesn't want to be perceived as a weak husband. And I said to him, I can assure you she doesn't think that way. She loves you. She believes in you. And she wants your family to be successful. For my ladies out there, if you're in a relationship, again, doesn't have to be, yes, I'm thinking romantic, but it also applies to your children, your parents, your friends. Make them feel safe enough to come to you, to open up to you, to share your th- their all their thoughts, all their emotions. I know for my kids, I always assure them that you can tell me anything you want. When you're happy, sad, angry, if you're mad at me, tell me, tell me everything. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out together. Because I don't want anyone to come to me, my kids, my friends, if I'm, a, if I'm in a relationship. I don't want them to come to me only when it's good. Come to me when you're troubled too. Come to me when you're afraid. Come to me with your dreams. Let me be a part of it. If you are someone, and I'm getting emotional because I want for all of us to... have beautiful relationships around us in our lives. If you are someone who, if there's trouble in paradise, I hope that you have the courage to speak up, ask questions, Listen, but here's a big but because as much as I respect relationships and marriages, I don't believe that it is the end all be all of life. I do think that one thing that I've come to realize or that I've said to myself very recently I feel like I'm in the next phase of my life and I have all this wisdom. But life at this point for me is deeply important. There is no room for unimportant, unnecessary things in my life right now. And I, hey, you're, I, I have a good feeling you feel the same way. And when it comes to relationships and marriages, you don't have to suffer. You don't have to keep going. I don't believe that you should 
I feel for a lot of, especially for a lot of married people, it's what I see at least. They so badly want to hold to hold on to their vows. And the thing about that is when people get married, first of all, they've probably known the other person for what, a year, two years, three years, very, they don't know that person very well. You make vows, you have those vows, you say those vows, and you mean those vows, and you wrote those vows (laughs) based on who you were at the time, who you knew or what you knew about the person at that time, you meant it. But life is much too complex to reduce it to the sanctity of marriage or relationships. You don't have to hold on when it's time to let go. So do the work, but put an end date to it. There has to be an expiration date. There has to be a deadline All right, no martyrs allowed, okay? (laughs) If you're in this podcast, if there's one thing that you know about me or if there's one thing that you should know about me is we don't let other people take advantage of us. We don't don't put ourselves in, in misery. We don't make these sacrifices. We... Yeah, of course, there are, okay, there are sacrifices that, are, that we make, but we're not overly sacrificial. We're not overly patient or loving. We are loving, we are caring, but we are also ruthless. <laughs> okay, so where are you in your relationship? Where are you in your life? What are the things that you can work on What are the things that you and your people can work on together? Can you work on these things together to make your lives better? Because your relationships impact your lives tremendously. If you have unsupportive people or they don't even have to be unsupportive maybe your your visions just don't align anymore maybe you your dreams are taking you apart from each other that's okay that is actually something to be celebrated and supported people don't have to be awful or toxic for them to or for you to want to end the relationship Life is meant to be lived. (laughs) And we can still love our people from a distance. We can still support them. We can wish them well. We don't have to be in each other's lives. So where are you? Where are you individually? And where are you as a couple? As a family, as a unit, are you still heading in the same direction? Because you don't have to be doing the same things. I dated this guy before and he said, we were talking about hobbies and he said to me, not every activity has to be a shared activity. 
when we were talking about, he was asking me questions about, oh, do you do this? Do you want to do this? Do you like doing this? And I would say, no, I don't do that. I don't want to do that or whatever. And he's like, that's okay. Not every activity has to be a shared activity. And absolutely. But when it comes to relationships, there, there has to be an alignment there. It's a non-negotiable. From what I see for a lot of people, the problems that they have now have been their problems for many, many, many years. I'm all about, yeah, going through ups and downs together, through thick, or through, through thick and thin. I support that. But if nothing has changed in the last, I don't know, three to five years, maybe, maybe even shorter, we have to be able to to pivot and make new decisions. Otherwise, we're going to live in misery. And you only have one life to live. You don't get a second chance. So be happy. Be successful. Live out your dreams. Do everything you want. And if that means you have to do it alone, so be it. So be it. We are going to stop right there for today. If you have any questions, if you have any stories that you think would be helpful for the podcast, please send them my way. You can send me a DM on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Gianna Faraganan. I will link it below. And... I wish you well in all your endeavors. I wish you well this holiday season. I hope you have the most beautiful holiday. And if you, if holidays are not your thing, that's okay. I read this post today, I think. And the person goes, holidays have never been my favorite. And that's okay. I, ha- I released an episode, I think it was last week something along the lines of holiday survival guide. So go ahead and listen to that. And I also sent a newsletter about a different way to spend the holidays. I've already sent it out, but if you want it, send me a DM on Instagram and I will email it to you. I can even just copy paste it on my Instagram because there are so many different ways to do the same thing. I'll leave you with that. All right, my loves, have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Have a beautiful week, weekend. (laughs) Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.